Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. With the Book of Numbers, we encounter one of the more difficult books of the Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses. What makes the book harder to read? Well, there's a lot of variety going on in it. It's a bit of an easier read than Leviticus because the book resumes the storyline of the Pentateuch. However, many laws regarding Israel's religious and social life together are found throughout the book. This makes it more difficult to grasp what the book is all about. Keeping two themes in mind may be helpful. Provision and testing. God provides for his people, but he also tests them to see if they will trust and obey him. In terms of the storyline of the book, it depicts the numbering and wondering of the people of Israel in the wilderness. The wanderings lasted for two generations, approximately 40 years. The starting point was Mount Sinai, where Leviticus left off, and the end point was Mount Nebo, where Deuteronomy will pick up the story. There are two censuses during this time. The first one is of all males 20 and older from those who had been redeemed from Egyptian slavery. The second one numbers the same group of people among the next generation. The purpose of both censuses was to discern how many men of war were present in Israel. You see, one of God's major concerns was to transform the Israelites into a military force in order to conquer the promised land. Why are there two occasions for censuses? Well, the Israelites were not yet ready to enter the promised land for conquest. They did not trust God and obey him, so God did not lead them into that land. You might recall that God had promised Abraham and his descendants three things. First, abundant descendants. Second, a special relationship with God. And third, the gift of the promised land. While God had fulfilled the first two, the Israelites were still waiting for the third one. Despite God's faithfulness to these promises, they could not place their faith in God's power and goodness. A good place to see all these themes come together is Numbers chapter 14, verses 26 through 33. It's a long passage, but worth taking the time to read. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, How long shall this wicked generation grumble against me? I have heard the grumblings of the people of Israel, which they grumble against me. Say to them, As I live, declares the Lord, what you have said in my hearing, I will do to you. Your dead body shall fall in this wilderness. And of all your number, listed in the census from 20 years old and upward, who have grumbled against me, not one shall come into the land where I swore that I would make you dwell, except Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. But your little ones, who you said would become prey, a prey, I will bring in, and they shall know the land that you have rejected. But as for you, 
Your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness, and your children shall be shepherds in the wilderness forty years and shall suffer for your faithlessness until the last of your dead bodies lies in the wilderness. The faithfulness of God is contrasted with the faithlessness of God's people. Even though God had provided for them, they grumbled against him. Thus, they did not pass the test of trusting and obeying God. But God remained faithful to God's promises and God's people. God will lead the next generation, their little ones, into the promised land. And the next generation would pass the test. As followers of Jesus, we can learn lessons of faith and obedience from this book. God provides for us in ways we might not always understand. There may be times in the wilderness where we do not see God at work. But God can be trusted with our faith and obedience as we await our promised land of the new creation. In Romans 15, verse 4, Paul says this of the Old Testament. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So let us not follow the example of the wilderness generation. Let us trust and obey in God and in our Savior. Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign to subscribe or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.